Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to Top 5 from The Ray Taylor Show, where each week I rank movies in a variety of categories, from franchise and sub-genre to directors and actors. No film is left unwatched as I break down my Top 5 so join me every Sunday for new episodes and get ready to dive into the world of film with Top 5 from The Ray Taylor Show. In today's episode, I am ranking my top 5 favorite movies directed by Ty West. Recently watched and reviewed both Pearl and X as part of the x series of films and loved his loved those films uh but wanted to go back and watch all of the other movies that ty west has directed which is not a whole lot maybe like eight movies in total along with some short films as part of a few anthology series like vhs abc's of death or whatever i'm not ranking the short films only the full-length films. Although I would love to do a top five episode separately of those anthology series and rank them, uh, the different short films within them. So he may come back in one of those episodes. But for this one, it is all of Ty West's full-length feature films that I watched and I will be ranking Ty West. He is an American film director, screenwriter, producer known for his work in the horror genre. West gained recognition for his distinct style and his contributions to the independent horror film movement of the 2000s. West's filmmaking style often relies on slow burn tension, practical effects, and emphasis on atmospheric horror, uh, which are all some of my favorite things that are done in the horror genre. Uh, they have blah, blah, blah. The, he draws inspiration from classic horror films and aims to create an authentic sense of dread and unease in his work. Although primarily associated with the horror genre, West has expressed desire to explore other genres and expand his filmmaking horizons in the future. His contributions to the independent horror cinema have solidified his status as a notable, notable director in the genre after having recently watched and reviewed, as I said, the Pearl and X films. I was inspired to look at his older films and rank them, and that is why I'm here. One of which being a film from the Western genre which I'll get to that film and the other ones in this list of top five. Starting off with the first film. This one is that Western that I was talking about and was a movie when it started. I loved and was at number one when I started to watch this movie. However, the course of events that are depicted in this film changed my opinion and it is sitting down here at number five sadly i think this movie could have been should have been 
so much better than it was but i do like a lot of the aspects of this film so it is here on my top five list but is coming in at number five and that movie i am talking about is in the valley of violence this movie came out in 2016 it is a western so it is one of ty west's attempts to break free from the horror genre it is written and directed by ty west the film stars ethan hawk uh tacy uh Tessa Formiga, James Ranson, Karen Gillan, and John Travolta. It had its world premiere at South by Southwest on March 12, 2016. The film received critical praise for its screenplay, direction, and performances. The plot follows a drifter named Paul and his dog, Abby, as they make their way through the Old West in 1870s. Paul encounters two, a two-bit gunslinger named a uh, priest and uh, a confrontation ensues. Paul arrives at a town named Denton, a dying town, and gets involved with a lo- with the locals, including a young innkeeper named Mary Ann. A conflict arises when Paul seeks revenge against a corrupt lawman deputy, Gilly Martin, which that encounter is one of the reasons that started to change my opinion of this movie. The film explores themes of revenge, redemption, and uh, the consequences of violence. In the Valley of Violence was a commercial failure at the box office, but revived critical praise for the screenplay, direction, and performances. I wish this movie was about... I loved... The beginning of this movie when it was the cowboy played by Ethan Hawke and his dog. His dog being his sidekick. And by the way, this dog is amazing. It's a dog that clearly knows how to do all of the tricks. And part of that dog's character and charm was that it did. It was so obedient. Like there is a scene where they're sleeping out under the stars as a cowboy would do. And the dog goes to sleep. And rolls itself up in the blanket. Where this movie takes a turn for me. The reason why it's sitting here at number five. Not only spoilers. Not only does something. I'm not going to try and go vague. But there could be vague spoilers for this movie. Which I kind of liked but wished it would have been better. The moment in this movie that made me start to change my trajectory as far as my love of this movie was when something happens with the dog. And I don't want to say what happens with the dog, but let's just say I'm not happy about it. So it's not the dog getting a great good gift of something and the dog happy ever after kind of a thing, right? Let's just say this movie sets up to be kind of like a great movie that I enjoy, but also has a bad thing happen to a dog named John Wick. And I was like, despite the fact that just like John Wick, there's this horrible thing that happens to a dog. At least I'm good to see this epic revenge story, right? It's setting up. The stakes are there where I'm like, I'm can't wait to see Ethan Hawke's character get absolute revenge for what they did to this dog. And the second place this movie kind of made me sad was the fact that the revenge of this movie was not that great. The dude hesitates so much. I was hoping for 
a John Wick style type of lay waste to everybody type of a movie or even a man on fire Denzel Washington laying waste to everybody but that is not what happens it is as if John Wick was hesitant before every time he was going to dispatch somebody from the mortal coil of life and I think the dog deserved better so I would have loved to see if the the movie kept what it did with the dog I would have loved to see an epic revenge hardcore no stone left unturned and nobody is alive by the end of this thing but I didn't get that and if not that I would have loved to just see a western with this dog as a sidekick to the cowboy and they could have gone on their adventures and I would have loved it because the dog was amazing but yeah it's like I was I was just like I'm in it, it I know this horrible thing happened to the dog but okay it's setting up for this epic revenge tale right old boy John Wick man on fire this is nothing none of that kind of sad uh but still a decent movie that is why it is here at number five in the valley of violence an interesting like it's just seriously a couple tweaks to this movie and that would have been dude this movie was it not i'm telling you this movie was maybe not number one but it was very high up on the list and i had to move it down i was so excited I'm like this is going to be amazing this dog is so cool i i would love to see this movie of this dog and the cowboy give me a prequel give me a prequel of this there's some interesting stuff in this movie so i don't hate it i just but those things really changed my opinion on it in the valley of violence at number four moving on to my fourth favorite film directed by ty west this is either one of if not his first films this is one that i didn't know i was going to be able to see uh, there is one of his films, I believe, maybe two. No, one of them I didn't have any access to at all. So my apologies at the end. You can, in the comments, let me know if the movie that I didn't even get a chance to watch, if I should seek it out because it's so good. But regardless of that one movie I didn't get to see, this is one I thought I wasn't going to see. This is one of his earliest ones. And when I watched it, I actually had a lot of fun. And it, it made me put this on the list and kick a movie off, which I'll talk about in honorable mentions. But coming here at number four is, I believe, Ty West's first film. Came out in 2005, The Roost. This is a horror film directed and written by Ty West. The cast includes Tom Noonan, Carl Jacob, Will uh, Horneff, and Vanessa Horneff. The film premiered at south by southwest on march 12 2005 it was released on dvd dvd in the united states on october 3rd 2006 uh, by showtime and paramount home entertainment the plot revolves around four friends who crash their car and seek help at a nearby house not knowing that an unseen force has killed the older couple living there the friends are attacked by a swarm of bats leading to a series of encounters with uh, re reanimated corpses. This movie's, it's kind of like The Birds. It's kind of like uh, The Night of the Living Dead. It's got a lot of things going on. The way it's filmed, I loved it. Uh, there's also the film 
presents two alternate endings. So the beginning of this movie, it's kind of like a Tales from the Crypt. There's kind of this guy who's like introducing. He's like does this horror show and he's like, I've got a movie for you to watch tonight. And the movie that he puts on is The Roost. And at the end of this movie, he's like, there's actually a different ending that I could show you. And I'm going to show it to you now. So you actually get to see two endings to this movie. The way there's that kind of presenter kind of a guy. Very interesting uh, as this like horror host on a television show. Uh, and he chooses the more exciting ending for you. Uh, the Roost received mixed reviews from the critics and approval rating of only 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, which, you know, I guess I can understand. Critics praised the film for its creepy, creepy atmosphere and cinematography while nodding its low-budget and threadbare plot, which, of course, I believe it's his first film. So it makes sense. It, it is definitely low budget. The plot, very, very basic, sure. Teens, stranded, house out in the middle of nowhere, crazy shit happening. Okay, how many horror movies that says, okay, that's fine. But are the kills cool? Are the practical effects cool? Is the camera movements cool? The, the swarming bats are amazing. And how that kind of turns these people into like these zombies. I really enjoyed the the I, I enjoy I thought it was a great movie like I could see this is like I could see this being like just a great horror movie to put on it, it's so good it's so interesting and like you know the whole the fact that this movie is like the uh, a movie being featured on this like TV show kind of thing it's all great all that stuff is great uh, I really enjoyed it great use of the score as well. Great camera movements, practical effects, makeup effects, all those things were great. And even the TV show host showing the alternate ending I thought was really interesting way to tell the story. So for all of those reasons, I enjoyed this from top to bottom, a solid horror film and a great low budget horror. It's, it's great. Like if you, you know, it's a great movie to be like, oh, yeah, you want to see you want to see like this, a low budget horror film that's really good. The Roost is got you covered. Uh, so coming in at number four is The Roost, which I'm glad I was able to find it. I found it on a, a site that you may know, have heard of, YouTube. It wasn't a very good quality, but uh, I'm glad I was able to see it. Let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about attention, attention all, all Ray, Ray Taylor, Taylor show, show fans. Fan. We're excited to announce we've just released a line of exclusive merchandise featuring original artwork inspired by the show. Our high quality shirts and biodegradable phone cases are a perfect way to show your support for the show and make a great gift for any fan. Plus, with each purchase, you'll be helping us continue to bring you great content. So don't wait. Head on over to InspireDisorder.com now and check out the full collection. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll show your support by grabbing some Ray Taylor Show merchandise today. And now, let's get back to the show. Moving on to my third favorite movie directed by, many of which were also written by Ty West, this movie is great 80s vibes, despite the fact that it came out in 2009. But that movie, coming in at number three, my third favorite Ty West film is The House of the Devil. The House of the Devil came out, as I said, 2009. 
Uh, horror film directed, written, and edited by Ty West. The film stars uh, Jocelyn Donahue, Tom Noonan, Mary uh, Warnerov, Greta Gerwig, and A.J. Bowen, as well as D. Wallace. The plot follows a young college student named Samantha Hughes who takes a babysitting job at an isolated house. Samantha becomes entangled in a, bizar in a bizarre and dangerous events and has to fight for her life. The film combines elements of slasher films and haunted house subgenres. The the, it incorporates the satanic panic of the 1980s as the central plot element. It plays it pays homage to horror films of the 70s and 80s as well and emulates their styles and techniques, which is something that Ty West does so well in not only this movie, but also X and Pearl understanding the time that is taking place and how the events of the actual historical events of the time of the 80s. And for this one, the 80s and the satanic panic of the 80s, how that influences the style, how the era in which this movie is set being in the 80s, how the look and feel of this movie is very much in that look and feel of the 80s. It transports you there and understands what the 80s were, what was going on, on at that time. So great, something that he does in his other films that I will talk about later. This one was a lot of fun. Uh, the opening text of the film claims that the film was based on true events, which was a common technique in horror films. The cinematography and visuals captured to look and feel like films from the 80s, which is really great, which I totally, when watching this, it feels like a movie that was made in the 80s. It does not feel, look, or any of that. The acting, the performances, the, the aesthetic of everything... It all looks like the 80s, which is kind of amazing. Despite the fact this film came out in 2009, Tribeca Film Festival and had a limited theatrical release in October of 2009. It received positive reviews from critics with praise for its suspenseful and slow burn nature, as many of his films do. Roger Ebert gave it three out of four stars, appreciating its subtle uh, subtlety and tension. The film won awards for Best Actress and Best Score for 2009 Screamfest and the Best Feature Film at the 2009 Birmingham Sidewalk Movie Picture Festival. This movie has great kills. It has a very surprising end. Uh, it's a great movie. A great movie. So much fun to watch. That is why it is here. And also because it incorporates those other aspects of knowing the the not just knowing and emulating the look and feel of the 80s but also knowing what was going on at the time in the 80s and how that incorporates into the story itself all of those reasons really highlight the clear research ty west does in developing these movies knowing what's going on setting them at very specific years very specific times because that will make more sense with what's going on in the movie. So I love it so much. Uh, coming in at number three is The House of the Devil. Moving on to my second favorite Ty West film. 
This is the very first film I've ever watched from Ty West. This is a movie that's great. I recently rewatched it, recently did a review of this film, and that movie coming in at number two is X. X came out in 2022. It's an American slasher film written, directed, produced, and edited by Ty West. The film stars Mia Goth in a dual role as the young woman named Maxine as well as the older woman named Pearl. Other cast members include Jenna Ortega, Martin Henderson, Brittany Snow, Owen Campbell, uh, Stephen Urry, and Kid Cudi in supporting roles. The plot revolves around a cast and crew who gather to make a pornographic film on an elderly couple's rural Texas property but find themselves threatened by the killer couple. Film took place in New Zealand, primarily in Fordell near Wanganoo. Probably pronounced that wrong. The score was composed by Ty Bates and Chelsea Wolfe, emphasizing vocals and synthesizers. X premiered at South by Southwest on March 13, 2022, and was theatrically released in the United States on March 18th, 2022 by A24. The film received positive reviews with praise for its homages to slasher films and the performances of Mia Goth, Brittany Snow, and Jenna Ortega, all three women. He does get amazing performances from his female leads in all of his movies. I'm telling you, all of them. Innkeeper, one of the best parts of the Innkeeper was the, the performance by the female lead. X is the first installment in the film series of the same name, and the prequel film entitled Pearl was released later on that year in September, and a sequel titled Maxine is currently in development. The 70s porn era home industry, video industry, was about to kick off. Independent film industry was about to kick off. The televangelists. Uh, popularity in Texas is a big part of this movie. Maxine's dreams of being a sex symbol as well as becoming famous to gain her freedom are both kind of related traits that Pearl possesses in the sequel, the prequel to this movie. Um, and the fact that, again, this movie, just like the House of the Devil uh ties in and understands that in the 80s the satanic panic this movie understood in 1979 when this movie takes place that the porn industry was going through a big change the the home theater the, the cultural kind of view and context of porn was changing the home video industry was changing which also opened up the independent film industry but also the massive explosion of televangelists, specifically televangelists in Texas, where this movie takes place and has a running theme of televangelists being on almost every TV in every scene that has a TV, is also not only plays a part in the narrative and plot of the story, but also was culturally relevant for the time in Texas in 1979 which is one of the reasons I love Ty West, that he's wrapping the reality of the time and place in the 
the narratives of these stories and not just giving you a story which you don't have to know the back end and the research that he did into it it can just be a great slasher film of these kids wanting to make a porn but knowing the background of everything that was going on really places these really grounds these movies in a way uh that i think a lot of other movies don't do that extra work to do so coming in at number two number two two fingers not one coming in number two my second favorite ty west film is x also great kills great performances mia goth is great um so much great stuff also after having seen this movie after pearl seeing the fact that mia goth plays both characters she plays maxine and pearl is amazing it's so amazing but number two, my second favorite Ty West film is X. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to promote, are you looking for a way to take your love of the Ray Taylor show to the next level? Look no further than Inspire Disorder Plus. As a member, you'll get access to a whole host of amazing perks, including the full week of shows, ad-free in both audio and video versions, a live painting archive, early access to the many faces, members-only discs, Counts and deals a podcast back catalog with over 600 episodes but that's not all as a member you'll get access to my personal blog as well as my creative writing you'll also get the chance to ask me anything you want with all of these benefits and more inspire disorder plus is a must-have for any fan of the ray taylor show so don't wait go sign up now head on over to inspiredisorder.com slash plus and start enjoying all of the amazing perks of the membership. And now, let's get back to the show. My favorite Ty West film is a movie that when I watched it, I knew I had to watch all of his movies, especially when I did the research to review this movie, to understand the cross-section of all of the things that were going on historically on the year this movie takes place which is one of the things that these past two movies I just put on the list also had, but I think this one does it at a whole nother level. The performances, the look of this, everything was so unique and so well done and pays homage to not only the, the history of the time, but also, like X did, pays homage to the film industry of the time. And that movie, coming in number one, my favorite all-time film from Ty West as of today is Pearl. Pearl also came out in 2022, filmed back-to-back -back in secret after filming X. It is a slasher film written and directed by Ty West, co-written by Mia Goth, which is great that she got a co-writing credit for this movie. Her performance in this movie, by far one of her best. Another top five I would like to do very soon is to watch all of Mia Goth's movies and rank those. Uh, which look forward to that. This movie, however, it serves as a prequel to the film X and explores the origin story for the title villain Pearl, who is the old lady from X. This movie, she is portrayed by Mia Goth as a young girl living in her parents' farm town in Texas in the year 1918, which is a very interesting time in American history. Not only the fact that she's living in a farm in 1918, but also has a family of German ancestry. Because during 1918, not only was the influenza pandemic, 
that happened in the early 1900s ravaging the country at the time but also we were at war in the first world war which her husband pearl's husband is out at war howard who is depicted who you see in x he is out at war but because their family is german and knowing how americans feed on propaganda and hate especially people who are of a different place especially if we are being fed the reasoning for us to be at war just as after 9 11 there was the obscene hate on anybody who was from the middle east or muslim similarly there was that same kind of hate at germans so the cross-section of the the fear of this family being found out as being german as well as a pandemic going on so the fear that they were going through with this virus that's killing so many people and the virus that had been supercharged with the fact that these this world war was going on which contributed to the spread of the virus all of those things make this amazing cross-section for this story about this girl who dreams of being famous and getting in the movies to not only going to see the movies as a way for her to temporarily escape her reality but her dreams of becoming a famous movie star in order to get her life out out of this farm which obviously if you've seen x then you know she wasn't successful all of those things together on their own make this movie amazing to see mia goth's performance is amazing to see the the look of this film which is made to look like the golden age of hollywood as the the sequel to the next film x looks like the golden age of porn this is the look of the golden age of hollywood amazing this film had its world premiere at the 79th Venice International Film Festival in September of 2022 and re re was released in theaters in the United States on September 16th of 2022 by A24 again. It received positive reviews from critics who praised Goth's performance, West screenplay, and direction and the film's homage to golden age of Hollywood films, particularly The Wizard of Oz and Mary Poppins. Pearl grossed over $10 million at the box office and garnered acclaim for its clever storytelling, gruesome scenes, and Mia Goth's captivating portrayal of the titular character. The film's success led to the announcement of the sequel titled Maxine with three X's, which is currently in development, as I said before. The filming for Pearl took place in secret, immediately following the completion of X in New Zealand. The production crew from Avatar The Way of Water collaborated on the film, and despite the challenges of COVID-19 pandemic, which was also going on, they were able to work safely and efficiently. The post-production phase involved editing by Ty West and the recording of the orchestral score by Tyler Bates and Timothy Williams. Critics lauded Pearl for its uh, atmospheric direction, clever narrative, and Mia Goth's uh, grandiose performance drawing comparisons to the iconic Shelley Duvall performance in The Shining. The, film's Mart uh, the filmmaker Martin Scorsese expressed admiration for the film describing it as mesmerizing and driven by a pure love of cinema which you can clearly see in 
pretty much all of Ty West. Like he is a guy who understands and loves cinema and brings the, you, that that love is shown how he films and how he's able to f- film things in a different way to match the everything else that is being brought this this kind of combination of all of these different things that he brings into all of his films and how he executes all that is amazing pearl also gained recognition outside the film industry the character of pearl was named one of the 93 most stylish people of 2022 by the new york times emphasizing her distinct blood red dress blue lacy blue bat bow and smudged makeup boots and axe overall pearl is a captivating slasher film that delves into the origins of the chilling protagonist delivers thrilling and gory scenes and pays homage to classic hollywood films earning praise from critics and audiences alike this movie so bright so colorful so many things going on historically in 1918 the pandemic world war one the german hate in the united states Pearl escaping life with movies, not only momentarily, but her dreams to get out of Texas, to get off of her parents' farm, to become a dancer, to be in movies. Amazing. Obviously, fails. Dreams of getting into the movies as being a dancer, to get far away. All of these things. I love this movie so much. Uh, It's a great movie. Highly recommend checking it out. I would say watch it before X. You can watch them in either order, but I think watching the prequel first and then watching X will add some context to the Pearl character in X. Um, but either way, they're both great standalone films on their own. And uh, both one and two for a reason on my top five list. The honorable mentions, uh, The Sacrament. This was never on my list, but always an honorable mention. Very interesting. Uh, kind of like a found footage film. It's supposed to be this Vice News documentary type of thing going to investigate a cult although and then once they're there things go bad considering what the people in the cult do which you can guess what people in cults generally do doesn't make sense why they would invite anybody in there's issues but visually it's interesting to see that type of a story the cult kind of you know this uh this dreamlike utopia uh it's interesting to see that in a found footage kind of fake documentary mockumentary type of a style. Um, so for that reason, it's an honorable mention. Also the innkeepers, like I said, the lead character has such Kevin McAllister vibes, like her excitement and getting scared and then running away is such Kevin McAllister from home alone. Macaulay Culkin's character from home alone. Uh, innkeeper is super interesting these two people work at a an old inn that is assumed to be haunted the dude runs a website about paranormal they both kind of are into investigating the paranormal and when the paranormal stuff gets a little bit too real uh, things kind of go get downhill it's an interesting movie but i enjoyed the roost the roost took over uh, and kicked this movie off but an honorable mention nonetheless and the one movie i didn't get to see of his was called trigger man i believe was not able to find that movie so when i do get the opportunity i would love to see it um it kind of seems like maybe a western again i don't know though Uh, i did i don't even remember if i looked the 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 like description of it yet but that was the only one i believe that i was not able to find 
all the other ones. He's a great director. I'm excited to see what Maxine is like. I'm excited to see what he does after finishing this trilogy of films. I'm a huge fan of his. And with that said, let me do a recap of my list one more time, and we will get out of here. How about that? We'll get out of here before we overstay our welcome and get killed by the old people that are waiting for us outside. So this is my favorite top five this is my top five favorite movies directed by Ty West. Starting off with number five is In the Valley of Violence. Number four is The Roost. Number three is The House of the Devil. Number two is X. And number one favorite film directed by Ty West, written, co-written by Mia Goth, co-written by Ty West. Number one is Pearl. Let me know how you would rank your favorite Ty West films. Have you seen Trigger Man? Is it a fun movie? I want to thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Ray Taylor Show, from top five from the Ray Taylor Show specifically. And I hope you did enjoy my rankings and thoughts and analysis on my top five picks of Ty West's movies. Let me know how you would rank them. Let me know if you've seen that other movie and what you think of it. Uh, and uh, join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or over on youtube.com slash inspired disorder if you're watching this don't forget to tune in next sunday for an all-new episode and see you next week for more top five new episodes of the ray taylor show come out every single day subscribe on youtube and everywhere our podcasts are found binge the full week over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus buy ray taylor show merch over at inspireddisorder.com have a wonderful day everybody peace Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.